All right, welcome back to episode two of the Blessed Is She podcast. Today we're just going to dive into what it looks like in believing in the Lord and just having faith and biblically what that means, examples of it in the Bible and how we can walk that out as Christians, especially when it gets difficult. But of course, I just want to start by opening in prayer and just inviting the Lord into this time. Lord, I just want to thank you for the opportunity that I have to be able to speak to and reach your people. Lord, I just pray that this would reach the people that need to hear it and the times that they need to hear it. Lord, I pray that whoever's listening, that their heart and ears would be open to accept and hear your voice in a unique way. Lord, not just the words that I'm speaking out to them, but that also the words that I speak are simply your words, that your Holy Spirit would fill me, anoint me, and allow your words to flow through me and flow through what I have planned to say. Lord, I just pray for healing. I pray for revival, Lord. I pray for this message to not just sink deep in their thoughts and in their heart, but also that there would be action behind whatever they hear in their life, Lord. So I just thank you for this time, God. Bless it and allow yourself to just dwell over this moment, Lord. And we thank you and we love you. And in Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, so I just want to start off by talking about faith. And if you listen to the first episode Um, I talk about how I like to look up the definitions of words, even if I already know what they mean, just to get a deeper understanding of what they mean. So I looked up the word faith. It says complete trust or confidence in someone or something, right? So obviously, if we're believing God for something, that requires faith. And having complete trust, complete trust that God is going to do it. A lot of the time... (laughs) I'm guilty as well. I'm not saying that I'm not guilty, but we have half trust. We have three-fourths trust, not complete trust that the Lord's going to do it. We'll say, Lord, I, I, I trust you with this situation, but are we really fully trusting that he's going to do it? And the biggest verse that I want to touch on, our chapter of the Bible, I, I, I should say, is Hebrews 11. Um, it goes through that whole chapter is just about testimonies of faith, of what God did in others people's lives um, of people in the Bible and how faith affected their relationship with Christ and the things that they received and did because of their faith. Um, So Hebrews 11. (coughs) Anyways, I just had a brief asthma attack in the middle of trying to preach. And let me just say that probably means the enemy does not want people listening to this. So uh, let's just keep going. Amen. So Hebrews 11, 1 states now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see so a lot of the time as christians i think that i I believe we don't talk about faith enough because in scripture it also says that without faith it's impossible to please god and i mean i think we should constantly be questioning where our faith is at where it is in our life and in our walks with God, because a lot of the time we could be really in our word, really in worship, really in prayer, but our faith could be just scattered around in other places or not having complete trust and complete faith in the Lord. So what does it mean to have faith? I I want you to question this in your heart and in your own life, almost like it's a rhetorical question. I want you to question, and I just want you to sit on that for a little bit. What does it mean to have faith? Like we talked about earlier, it's just complete trust or confident that the Lord's going to do it, right? That the Lord is there. He's real. We don't need to see him. We just believe it. We know he's real. And I think as Christians, it means that no matter where we are, no matter our circumstances, no matter 
whatever is going on in life, that we just have complete trust and confidence in the Lord. And we should because God's all-knowing, right? He knows everything. He knows our hearts. He knows our plans. He exists outside of the earth. He's all-knowing. So why is it so hard to trust an all-knowing God when we're only part-knowing? See, we're part-knowing, right? And he's full-knowing. So we should be able to completely trust him, yet we still don't a lot. So I kind of just want to touch on... Well, I encourage you in your own time to really dive into Hebrews 11. And it's, it's basically just testimonies of what faith did in others' lives. And it's, it's powerful because I think especially with faith being something that I believe Christians struggle with a lot in their walks with God, it's, it's encouraging and it's really powerful to see illustrations of what God can do through other people's faith saying, wow, this person had faith and God really showed up in that circumstance. Why don't I have faith in my circumstances that are so much simpler than that? Uh, So I encourage you to, you know, take time to really dive into the different examples of how God shows up faith-wise in the Bible for other people. But I just want to go through a couple different things that I believe faith does Uh, based off of the examples of what God does with people's faith in the Bible. Uh, I believe that faith saves us, and it saves other people. Think about it. If we're trying to walk through a situation not completely trusting the Lord in something and not completely believing the Lord for something, it's difficult. It can cause issues. It can cause anxiety, stress. Um, which can affect your friendships. It can affect your your uh, education abilities. It, it affects a lot. Something so simple can just have a domino effect so quick. And it affects others in the fact that, you know, if you're living your life not completely trusting God through a situation, it can affect your friendships, like I said. it it How you are dealing with your life and how you're living affects other people around you without you even realizing it. Um Faith pleases God. I mean, think about it. If you were wanting your friend to trust you with something and and they do, that that's pleasing to you. It's good to know that someone believes in you and that someone trusts you for something. God's the same way. He wants us to believe in him. He wants us to trust him. Faith guides us. Think about it. When we're trusting the Lord, it's so much easier to follow him, right? Because if, we're, if we don't trust somebody in real life, we don't want to follow them, right? We're going to try to come up with our own ways, come up with our own excuses, come up with something that we trust in rather than trusting in what is right. Faith empowers us to obey. Like I just said, because of the fact that we're trusting in it, we're going to want to follow it. We're going to want to go the way that the Lord wants us to go. And it's so much it's so much easier to have faith in the Lord than to try and place it in other things. Like placing it in a person, placing it in yourself, placing it in your circumstances. Because let me tell you right now, newsflash, those things are temporary and the only thing that's eternal is the Lord. So if we have faith in him, he will show up and he will provide. Faith teaches us to look beyond this world. I love this statement because it's so easy to get caught up in just looking at your circumstances, looking at what you think is possible in the world, 
looking at, you know, just where you are and trying to put faith in social media, put faith in yourself saying, oh, I can do this myself. I'm strong. I'm independent. But having faith and trusting in God is saying, I may not see that there's an outcome to this. I may not understand this. This is something that is weighing so heavy on me. But you know what? I serve a heavenly father, a God that exists outside of this earth. And because of that, I am looking beyond this world. I'm looking to a heavenly father because I'm trusting in a heavenly father that exists beyond this world. And just a little sidetrack, one thing that I've always just leaned on in any situation or circumstance in my life is the fact that we serve a heavenly father. The fact that his heavenly peace exceeds any deepest level of sorrow or suffering that we could ever feel on this earth because those things are from this earth, but our God is not from this earth. So anything that you're struggling with, anything that's going on in your life, when you have faith in the Lord, it helps us to look beyond that earthly standard into the heavenly healing, the heavenly standard, the fact that that's not impossible. It may be impossible in the earth, but when we look to God, it's not impossible. Continuing with that idea, faith can do the impossible. If we if we limit our circumstances to just the earth's possibilities, it's going to be impossible. But that's why when we look to a heavenly father, it be those things that seem impossible become possible because he's he exists outside that world. So, just to continue on with the idea of faith and looking to the Lord, I kind of want to dive into what the word belief means. And I did this a little bit in the first episode, but I want to talk about it again here. So believing is to accept something as true and feel sure of the truth of. So when you're in those seasons where you're struggling to have faith, you're struggling to completely trust the Lord to show up, completely trust the Lord to do something that requires you to accept it as true and feel sure that it's true. How often do we do this, though? (laughs) I mean, so many times in my life, it's so hard for me to accept the truth that the Lord is telling me. It's so hard for me to understand it. It's so hard for me to see it. But the thing is, if we're trying to look at that with lenses of the world, we're not going to see it in a heavenly perspective. See, that's why we have to spend time in the Word. We have to spend time in prayer. We have to spend time getting to know the Lord so we can spend so we're able to see things the way that the Lord does so we're able to believe in it because we're looking from a heavenly perspective and not from an earthly perspective which is like I talked about earlier faith teaches us to look beyond this world how are we supposed to believe something is true if we're looking at it from an earthly view when we're not looking at it from a heavenly view and then you can ask yourself what is God's truth What is your truth and do they align? See, when we're not spending time in prayer, when we're not spending time in the word and really dwelling and figuring out who God is and what his truth of the word says, most likely the truths that you're believing in don't align with those. That's why it's so key, especially in situations or seasons or circumstances where we're struggling to have faith, we're struggling to believe. That's why it's so key to spend time dwelling in the word because then God's truth just naturally starts to become your truth because you're so focused and so fixated on him that his 
his thoughts are constant in your mind. His truth is constant in your mind. And you can constantly have those just sitting in there and saying, okay, this is what God says. And this is what I say. Which one is true? God's way is true. And constantly readjusting and making sure that whatever you're believing in aligns with what God says is true. And now, okay, I just kind of want to, I want to challenge you with a question. And this is something that I think as Christians, we should be asking ourselves every single day, no matter if we're in a good or bad season, we should be asking ourselves this question. What are you lacking to believe God for? What are you lacking to believe God for? (laughs) It's a broad question, but it goes very deep. See, a lot of the time, if you feel like you can't hear from the Lord, you feel like you're struggling, you feel like things aren't right, you feel like maybe you're going back to an old sin, you feel like things in your life just aren't aligning, aren't making sense, ask yourself what you're lacking to believe God for. Because a lot of the time in our life when we're lacking to believe God for something, our actions just adjust to that. You know, you could be lacking to believe God for mending a friendship, healing you from your past. And because of that lack of belief, other things just seem to happen. So I I encourage you to look into your heart and ask the Lord to look into your heart and figure out if there's something in your life that you're lacking to believe God for. It could be something big and it could be something small. Both are equally as important. One thing that has helped me immensely in my walk with the Lord is praying for faith. And it may seem kind of silly because you think as Christians, oh, I have faith. I believe in God. I know he's going to do it. It's fine. I encourage you to pray for faith, even if you feel like you have a lot of it, even if you feel like you're doing great, you're on a great path in your life. Say, Lord, just give me the faith. Give me the faith to know that you are good when life is not good. Give me the faith that I need for this season. Just equip me with your faith. In Mark eleven twenty four, it says, whatever you ask in prayer and believe you have received it, it will be yours. And I... I really believe that praying for faith is so important. No matter where we are in our walks with God, praying for faith is so important. And God will show up with that. Lastly, I kind of just want to go into a few steps that I believe can help you in your walk with the Lord. That can help you in believing. That can help you with your faith. That can help you through whatever it is that you feel is put on your heart about faith and just believing. So step one is to understand what you're lacking to believe and acknowledge it. Why? Why is it so difficult for you to believe this thing? Understand it. Acknowledge it. Why is it so difficult? Sit on it. Figure out what it is. Acknowledge the issue. Acknowledge the lack of belief. Step two, pray for faith and state state that you believe God can and will show up. Speak it out loud. Declare God's truth and deny the enemy. See, that's key because if the enemy can't get us to sin, if the enemy can't pull us away from the Lord's plans, if the enemy can't pull us away from God's love, he's going to do anything else that he can to distract us and to destroy us. And if that means lack of belief, he's going to give it to you. So it's a matter of saying, God, I know that you can do it. I know that you will do it. I know your truth, speaking out God's truth, denying the enemy. The enemy has no way 
Step three is to walk it out. See, you can do step one and step two, but the key is to walk it out, to continue in worship and prayer and truth seeking and believing and not listening to the enemy. See, in the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah is sent on this journey to rebuild the wall. And see, he had a few enemies. He had a few people that were against him rebuilding this wall from the start. But the real trouble and the real battle and the real amounts of people that were against him and that wanted to kill him didn't come until he was halfway done with the wall. And that's key because they knew that he could actually do it at that point. And I really believe in our life as Christians that, you know, the enemy will, you know, constantly be fighting for us to get us back to weigh us down. But I think that the most pivotal point is when we're actually really getting there. We're taking those steps. We're at that halfway point. The enemy says, oh, shoot, they can actually do it. They're actually making progress. They're starting to believe in the Lord. They're turning so far away from me. I have nothing else to do. I need to fight harder. I need to fight harder. That's why step three is so important because you need to continue. You need to keep walking it out. Keep believing, not listening to the enemy because right there is where he's going to try and get you. Right there is where he's going to weigh you out so hard. He's going to say, what are you even doing this for? Why are you even trying? Why are you even believing? God's not going to show up. You have to walk it out and that's spiritual warfare right there you know if anything let that be your fuel let that be your joy in step three of walking it out knowing that the enemy is so threatened by how you're living that is such a good thing the enemy should be threatened by how we're living every day I kind of just want to share a personal story of where I really had to believe God I really had to trust God in my life so somewhat recently I found a mass a lump in one of my breasts and you know I kind of ignored it at first it wasn't a big deal to me until it got a lot larger over a short span of time it started to get painful Um, I was experiencing a lot of similar symptoms to breast cancer and as someone who that runs in my family both sides multiple generations you know I let fear strike me Uh, I I may not have admitted it, but I was very afraid. I didn't know what was going to happen. At the end of the day, I did still know that God was good and that he was going to use it, but I didn't necessarily have faith in him. I didn't necessarily have faith in the fact that he was going to get me through this, no matter what the ending of the story was. And I was struggling to believe in him. So... You know, going through the steps, understanding what I was lacking to believe and why it was so difficult for me, praying for faith, knowing that God was going to do it. I was so constant in worship. Every morning, the first thing I did, I just got up and worshiped the Lord. Whether I was feeling it or not, I was constant in prayer. I was constant in worship. And, you know, because of that, I the lies of the enemy just naturally faded away because I was so focused on the presence of the Lord. I was so focused on Jesus and his goodness, even in the midst of my circumstances. And that's so key because faith and believing in God, faith, faith is not feeling. Faith is not based on feeling. And that's what I I really need you to understand is that, you know, you could be feeling miserable. You could be feeling fearful, but you can still have faith. I mean, 
Daniel had faith that God was going to pull through in the lion's den. He probably didn't feel like it, but he believed in God. And it's, it's not based on our feeling. God's presence, faith in the Lord, it's not based on how we feel. It's constant because it's heavenly. And, but at the end of the day, the end of the story, God pulled through um, after multiple doctor's appointments, um, a biopsy, it was confirmed that, you know, it was nothing. It was a false alarm. It was just a mass, typical for anybody else. And I really believe that was the Lord. And I also believe that he almost rewarded me of that because of my faith in him. Even in the midst of that season, in the midst of those circumstances, And, you know, even if it didn't end up that way, I still would have had faith in God through that season. And he was teaching me a lot through that season that faith was not based on feeling. Faith was not based on emotion or circumstance or how I felt because God is constant through it all. He's the same through it all. And I just, I hope that encourages you and allows you to say, okay, what am I not believing in God for? I need to fight harder. I need to worship harder. I need to pray harder. I need to know that God is constant. I need to know that he exists outside this world. He's heavenly. He's all-knowing. I know that he can do it, and I know that if I'm going through it, it's for a reason, because God's all-knowing. It's for a reason greater than my own understanding, so I will sit and I will trust. I will sit and I will worship. I will sit and I will pray. I will sit and I will believe. There is a song that's called Believe For It by C.C. Williams. I mentioned it in my first episode as well, but I really encourage you to listen to it. It's really powerful. It's it's just lyrics that's believing in the Lord. Uh, one of the lines is, We know that hope is never lost, for there's still an empty grave. God, we believe no matter what, there is power in your name. Move the unmovable, break the unbreakable. God, we believe for it. God, we believe for it. From the impossible, we'll see a miracle. God, we believe. God, we believe for it. You are the way when there seems to be no way. We trust in you, God. You have the final say. It is such a powerful and encouraging song. And it's, it's, there's so much power in declaring the name of Jesus, but also believing in what he can do. Because if you can't believe he can do it, you know, that, that, that just makes it so much more difficult to actually take the steps in following him through that season. Like we talked about before, it allows us to be guided by him and empowers us to obey. So, as closing out, I just want to encourage you to look to Jesus. Not to worry. We can't... (laughs) Here's the thing. We can't have worry in our mind at the same time as we're having good thoughts. So, let that be encouragement to you, no matter what season you're in, but especially in difficult seasons, to take up an attitude of praise. Because where there's praise, there cannot be worry. There cannot be worry. And that allows faith and belief to step in. When you're just worshiping the Lord, you know that he's good. You, you are constantly in his goodness, constantly in his presence. That doesn't allow room for anything negative. That doesn't allow room for anything from the enemy. And that also builds us up to be able to fight back even harder. It builds up those walls even higher so the enemy doesn't have a way in. So I just, I want to end in prayer. And... I I hope that this spoke to you in a lot of ways. I hope that this encouraged you. And I hope that the Lord touched your heart and really spoke to you through this. So, Lord, I just want to thank you for who you are, God. 
I just want to thank you for the ways that you spoke, Lord. I want to thank you for what you're doing in this person's life that they can't yet see. God, I pray for faith. I pray for belief, God. I pray for just an examining of their heart, Lord, through whatever season they're in, that you just grow them, that you shape them, that you give them your faith, God, that you just allow them to grow closer to you like never before through the season that you let your face shine upon them god that the enemy has no way in whatever they're going through in jesus name that they're able to take a heart posture and attitude of praise constantly that they have this deeper longing to just seek you constantly to be constantly in your word constantly in prayer constantly truth seeking and knowing your word lord i pray for just an immense outpouring of what you say about them lord that your truth just floods their mind so much that there's no room for any lies of the enemy that it floods them so much that even when the lies of the enemy do come that they just hit the surface that they can't sink deeper lord i pray for just just revival in their life lord for faith for this message to just sink in their heart lord for their life to be a testimony of what you did because of their faith lord I pray all of this in the power of your name. Amen.